Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Thursday. It is the 21st of September. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Former President Donald Trump is taking heat from all sides of the abortion issue after he criticized Republican-led states for enacting tough restrictions for the procedure. Trump is addressing the issue on the campaign trail as he seeks support for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. Trump's competitors for the nomination are blasting him for saying Florida Governor Ron DeSantis made a terrible mistake signing a six-week abortion ban. A similar ban signed by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds is currently tied up in the courts. Trump is following a general election strategy by sounding moderate on the issue as he campaigned yesterday in Dubuque. We have to win elections. Otherwise, we'll be back where we were. In order to win in 2024, Republicans must learn how to properly talk about abortion. He points out he was responsible for nominating three of the Supreme Court justices who overturned Roe v. Wade. Iowa Republicans will be first to make a choice in the 2024 primary when they caucus January 15th. Amazing grace, how sweet. Mourners filled the Algona High School gymnasium yesterday for the funeral service of Officer Kevin Cram, who was shot and killed while making an arrest last week. Hundreds of officers representing other law enforcement agencies saluted Cram's casket, which stood at the front of the gym draped in an American flag. Former Algona Police Chief Kendall Pals honored Cram as a professional who served the community. Kevin can best be described as an officer that took his responsibilities seriously, didn't shy away from difficult tasks, helped others in their greatest time of need, and simply did the right things for the right reasons. Cram was shot and killed while attempting to arrest 43-year-old Kyle Rickey. Rickey is charged with first-degree murder in the fatal shooting. A former U.S. senator who represented Iowa in the 1970s has died. Democrat Dick Clark, who served from 1973 to 1979, died yesterday at his home in Washington, D.C. The Des Moines Register reports he was 95 years old and families say he died peacefully in his sleep. Clark defeated two-term Republican incumbent Senator Jack Miller in a 1972 win when he walked across Iowa on foot, greeting Iowans one-on-one. The win came in a year Republicans Richard Nixon and Robert Ray won Iowa's votes for the presidency and for the governor. A former staffer for Clark during his campaign and term in the Senate, Bill Roach, told the Register there was a fundamental kindness about Clark. Clark was born in the unincorporated community of Paris, Iowa, in Lynn County. He graduated from Lamont High School in 1947. A new report has found Iowa is one of 22 states with an obesity rate over 35 percent. We get the details from IPR's Natalie Krebs. The annual report by the nonprofit Trust for America's Health found more than 37 percent of Iowa adults were obese in 2022. That's a slight uptick from the previous year's number. Dara Lieberman is with the nonprofit. She says national and state lawmakers need to invest more in chronic disease prevention programs to reverse this trend. CDC only has enough money to fund about 17 states uh, to fight obesity and to promote physical activity and nutrition, and Iowa doesn't receive that money. So despite having high 
obesity rates, Iowa, there's not enough money for um, Iowa to receive that funding. Lieberman says many factors contribute to obesity rates, including a lack of access to affordable, nutritious food and physical activity spaces for many Iowans. And Waterloo Forestry is looking to replant 50 percent of the trees lost to the emerald ash borer nearly a decade ago. With help from the DNR, three species of evergreen and one species of apple tree will be made available for residential planting on October 10th. Jacob Yeller is Waterloo's natural resources technician. He says bringing in diverse species could be a sustainable solution to repeat catastrophes. In 1970, a whole bunch of elms were removed because of Dutch elm disease. And then, you know, we all planted a whole bunch of ash trees. And then the ash borer came through. And now we got to replace a whole bunch of those. So third time going into this, the opinion of the industry is to just plant as many different species as possible. Removal of dead ash trees from Waterloo's public spaces was completed in 2021. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. Thanks for listening today. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.